Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Do you wish you had a way to showcase your minority-owned business? A platform to shout out the brilliance of your entrepreneurial ideas? Well, we've got the opportunity you've been looking for. The Western North Carolina Minority Business Association is honored to announce the first of its kind Black Business Expo. It will be in April the 8th through the 10th with an overarching theme of inspiring and motivating the next generation of entrepreneurs. For information about registration, sponsorships, tickets, or vendor participation, contact Rika Harrison at Rika at WNCBlackExpo.com or call 828-435-5918. And by the way, don't meet me there, beat me there. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm so excited to be back another week on my show here on Biz Radio Asheville. As always, I want to thank the listeners and my mentor here, Matt Matan, the creator and founder of Biz Radio Asheville. And we just want to encourage everyone to continue downloading the show so we can continue reaching more streaming platforms. So let's jump into today's show. I'm super excited to have this person. Um, Today's guest is one of my amazing students and consulting clients initially um, from my financial tools class. Yes, Mountain BizWorks. All my folks come from Mountain BizWorks. Um, She was a great student earlier this year to the point that she's going to be assisting me as a bookkeeper for my business, Balance Virtually. But in addition to that, she is the owner of Southeast Sessions that focuses on mountain bike skill coaching and services for all riders. They aim to build a strong and confident foundation to to progress on. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce today's guest, Ms. Rachel Kelleher. Welcome, Rachel. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. And just a little insight for those listening. Rachel and I have known each other for most of the year, and we just physically met on Monday at Pack Tavern downtown because I was like, okay, I have to meet you before the end of the year. (laughs) Yes, it was such a pleasure to actually finally meet in person. I feel like maybe more people can relate to that sentiment as well. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think, um, you know, Matt and I, we've talked about this with Biz Radio Asheville. I haven't met any of my fellow. Um, hosts, you know, that also have radio shows because everybody's been doing things remote, which has been a blessing, but we're definitely going to try to get together soon. So, but let's jump into you, Rachel. I want, we always start the show um, having the guests tell the listeners just, you know, who you are, where you're from, how you found yourself in Western North Carolina and how you became an entrepreneur. Yeah, so um, definitely quite a loaded question. I'm like, I'm I'm gearing up. Um, So yeah, I am. I'm originally from uh, Falmouth, Massachusetts, uh, also known as Hatchville, uh, a small small town located on um, Cape Cod. 
the kind of funny shaped arm peninsula off the coast of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Cape <laughs> um, Cod sounds fancy and nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I lived there for about 13 years. Um, and then I moved to Richmond, Virginia, where I went to high school and college and sort of developed my love for all things outdoors. Um, and then finally um, arriving in Western North Carolina after um, a 13 year stretch in Richmond, Virginia. So I've been in Western North Carolina now for, uh, about two and a half years. Um, yeah. So, um, my arrival in Western North Carolina was motivated by my desire to just live close to the mountains and within close proximity to a downhill mountain bike park, um, which the closest one here, um, that I moved here for was Windrock Bike Park. Um, and that's located in Oliver Springs, Tennessee. Um, and at the time that I moved here, I was, I was competing semi-seriously. <laughs> I say that oh, lightly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was more just something fun and a way to connect with other humans. And so mountain biking and whitewater kayaking are two of my passions. And I really wanted to be as close to the mountains as possible to maximize my quality of life. And mm-hmm. Western North Carolina is totally a hot spot for both mountain biking and kayaking. Yep. Um, <laughs> That's so, so cool, right? I mean, we're yes. so blessed and fortunate. I don't even do these things, but I'm just appreciative <laughs> that one day mm-hmm. I will be able to if I want to. Yes, we're going. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt's also volunteered to take me fishing. Guys, I've Yay. never been fishing before. Yes. <laughs> But I actually haven't either, so I'm going to have to jump in with y'all too. <laughs> yes, more guests are welcome. So yeah, yes. so so now, how did you jump into the entrepreneurship field? And also tell us a little background of, of what you went to school for, because everything that you're doing is the complete opposite, <laughs> which I love. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so basically, I so I went to school for um, biology, and so really, I was I was studying ecology that should have kind of been what my degree was in Uh um but they just mark you as general biology degree right right (laughs) right. of course so yeah i um i sort of shifted kind of into um kind of finding frustration not being able to get a fulfilling job utilizing that degree and kind of bouncing around a lot like the the work industry the work the employment market here in Western North Carolina is really challenging because it's so tourist. Mm-hmm. It's tourism based, it's service based, and then everyone else who has a job sticks in it forever. So <laughs> yes. I really just had a had a hard time and was kind of bouncing around all over the place. Um, and so I knew that I wanted to own my own business eventually. I just didn't know what it was going to be sort of until the pandemic hit. And I arrived at kind of a rock bottom in my life and Mm -hmm. (laughs) through the process of climbing out of that deep depression and aligning with myself and moving closer to my values and the things that made me happy, um, started to clue me into where, um, some of my strengths are. And I landed on mountain bike coaching, um, just as a way to help others and do what I'm passionate about. Um, I really sort of look at outdoor adventure sports as metaphors for life in a lot of ways. And Mm. both kayak and mountain biking have helped me navigate through a variety of different human emotions, but kayaking has really helped me with the feeling of fear and helped me to build the mental resilience to not avoid the feeling, but rather run in the direction of my fears. And no one teaches you that. Um, and it's one of the most important lessons I've, I've learned thus far in life, which has led to the most growth and more often than not a rewarding outcome. So 
It's wow. Like, like I don't even want you to. Stop. I'm like, wow. Metaphor for life. You know, running to yes. the fair. That's huge. And and for me, doing the math, you're still a very young lady, and for you to um, discover that at such a young age is huge because. I feel like I'm just getting to that point. And you're absolutely right. We do not encourage, you know, running towards your fears, um, mm-hmm. encouraging that also failure can happen. It's going to happen inevitably before you get to success. So I'm yes. so glad that you hung in there and you found an outlet for that. So let's talk more about South Southeast Sessions, which is a super cool business. The first time I ever heard of a mountain biking coaching business that's actually sustainable and you know you you're constantly busy with it let's talk about that so i know you said with the pandemic so is this just a business that you started in 2020 or 2021 yeah so i i started it sort of 2020 was kind of my growth year um which yes. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to absolutely um and just building myself back up to the place where i could be you know a full human again and so in march of 2021 is when i started southeast sessions and um that's kind of when i officially established the llc but i didn't really it wasn't really live until august of of this year mm-hmm. um because you know any entrepreneur can probably relate like you know start just starting a business it's like okay cool i have my llc well now i need a website and a logo mm-hmm. and yada yada and mm-hmm. i gotta figure out what i'm gonna offer and what will my services be and i gotta mm-hmm. obtain insurance and permitting and all this <laughs> stuff. Yeah. so i kind of spent a good bit of time any of my spare time while i was working full-time really trying to develop uh, Southeast sessions. And I was really just like, I'm going to do it all. I'm doing my own website. I'm doing my own logo, all this stuff. And I kind of realized in August that that was just not like, it wasn't possible for me to do all those things. Cause yes, I'm skilled in a lot of areas, but mm-hmm. logo design was one that I was like, no, I'm going to have to outsource this. So <laughs> Yeah. I was gonna say your website is phenomenal. I love the site. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, luckily Squarespace made that pretty easy for me and I just kind of plugged it in and mm-hmm. I was like, woohoo. So yeah. So who are the clients that you serve? Like if somebody, is this complete novices like myself that are just like, I've never did mountain biking and I want to go, or is it for those that are more competitive like yourself? Yeah. So right now I'm, I'm definitely kind of open to just all humans and I'm predominantly working with a lot of beginner and intermediate riders, um, at the moment, specifically in Brevard. Um, and just anyone really looking to improve their skills and confidence on the bike. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty focused on beginners and intermediate riders right now to really just dial in my strengths as a coach. Um, and also just to be able to, really help. I mean, it's so rewarding um, to work with beginners and intermediate riders because the progression just happens so fast. Um, Mm -hmm. And beginners that come to me, actually, I I prefer because we can start with that clean slate. Um, No bad habits develop. It's often way easier. You have just a really nice platform to kind of build on. Um, So that's, that's definitely something that I'm really passionate about. And then I also do some coaching out at Windrock Bike Park and that terrain is just more intermediate and advanced. So out there, things are kind of a little bit different. And so I coach in Brevard, um, but I also will coach out in Tennessee. So I'll cool. I'm available kind of in 
Ella J, Georgia as well, um, Ocoee, Tennessee, and then I kind of bounce back and forth between Windrock and Brevard. So I'm kind of kind of really flexible, I guess. <laughs> yeah, which is a great thing. I know there's times when I'm, I'm calling Rachel and she's like, I'm just driving from New England or I'm in Tennessee. I love it. I never know where she's going to be yeah. when I give her a ring. So, and I'm just a little bit more curious about the business. I know you said that you coach. So if somebody, if I was to call you, do you have like a consultation and then it's one-on-one? Do you ever do coaching in groups? Because sometimes people learn better in group settings than just one-on-one. Yeah, no, great questions. Um, so yeah, I basically like through my website, I have a booking form. Um, and I ask a couple questions and sort of try to nail down what, um, what the individual goals are for each rider. Um, so that way there, when we do book a session, it's something it's, we're directly working to achieve the goals that they had premeditated on that form. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I will do private and group, um, instruction and i'm also going to offer some clinics in 2022 and some fun like weekends and such i'm getting my calendar together for that now but um yeah clinics like basically anyone can kind of book a clinic for a couple friends too that are at a similar place so if you want to book a a clinic for a couple friends it's usually a little bit cheaper than the private instruction Mm -hmm. um and so i always love working with more than one people too because sometimes people do really learn by watching others and it's helpful to have you know i you can watch me as a model rider but sometimes it's more relatable to watch other people who are at varying points on their path of progression. Oh, absolutely. I know when I was taking swimming lessons as an adult, just right before the pandemic, and I was in an adult group class and it was like therapy because everybody (laughs) felt like, you know, you have this shame or you're embarrassed that you don't Mm -hmm. know how to swim. And I'm sure it's similar with mountain biking. If that's something that someone is really wanting to do and they probably feel like inadequate, it's nice to have another group of people that you're like, well, I'm not that bad after all, you know, like, or that you can learn things from. Totally. Um, so that's so cool. So but before we get to, um, we always ask about different tips and jewels. I want to understand how you got interested in bookkeeping because that is so <laughs> different from the cool world of mountain biking and also biology. Um, you know, Rachel reached out to me and was saying that she had interest in bookkeeping. And if I had any availability and I actually did, you know, with the pandemic, at least for the accounting field, it's been very successful because so many people started businesses um, during the pandemic, like yourself, Rachel. So, so many more people need assistance. So tell us a little bit about that journey. Cause I, I want to encourage listeners that sky's the limit of what you can do. If you're multi-talented, you don't have to just limit yourself in one business. You can be in all forms of businesses as long as your time you know, allows you to do so. Yes. And oh my gosh, I just want to echo that statement because that is such a good piece of wisdom. Like don't limit yourself. And the sky Mm -hmm. is the limit. Literally like, like I feel so liberated now just being able to work these like various, I have, you know, a couple different side hustles going on. I have my Mm -hmm. business. I'm working for really amazing people that inspire me. Um, and, and all that I never thought was possible until I just said, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm mm-hmm. just going to try it. And so, yeah, I just wanted to speak on that piece. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and no, people, need to, people need to hear that because yes. it's, we think it's not attainable, but it's mm-hmm. really not that hard to just try it. I think that's the fear that everybody's just like, eh, I don't want to fall on my face. But at least, you know, you yes. try 
yes, we get kind of stuck in our comfort zone and we don't grow and we don't progress from that place. We just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So anyway, um, getting into bookkeeping. Yeah. So I was working as an office manager for the first half of 2021 and it involved a lot of bookkeeping and yep. it was just not something that I had much experience in. So I took, um, I took the time to kind of learn as much as possible to improve, um, the organization of this, this business's finances and their QuickBooks account. And all that being said, I kind of, I inherited this, QuickBooks account that was really disorganized. And I really wanted to take <laughs> on the challenge of, you know, a complete redesign of their chart of accounts. And I, I wanted to come from a place of confidence, but lacking the experience piece, I, I wasn't able to have that confidence. And so, mm-hmm. um, so that's when I kind of decided to seek out help through Mountain BizWorks. That's when I took the financial series course with Veronica, you yeah. and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And then through that, um, we we started working together doing one-on-one coaching. And that's really when I started to tap into that confidence that I needed to really stand behind my work. Um, <clears throat> and that was just so, so helpful for me um, to have that mentorship and that relationship that really built my confidence saying like, hey, you're doing it and you're doing it well. And, you know, you're making positive changes. And so yeah, when I when I sit back now and look at that progression I made in bookkeeping throughout that seven month experience, like mm-hmm. trying to clean up financials, trying to um, come up with an overhead cost of their operations, and to help guide them to make better decisions, like it all makes sense to me now coming from a science background. That mm-hmm. financials are just data, and when yep. you organize the data in an intentional way, it has wisdom to share with you. And it generally leads to a greater understanding of the whole versus a bunch of chaotic parts. And so that problem solving and efficiency piece of that process are two of my strengths and bookkeeping to me just really scratches those itches. So yeah, (laughs) I kind of full circle um, really, I think the science background that I have um, really allowed for me to, to be really, to approach bookkeeping in a way that was more creative and, um, looking at it more like what can, what information can we gather from, from these numbers? Um, and I love yeah. that. <laughs> and, and I just want to jump into, you know, based off of that, because like you said, Rachel, you were there for seven months. Some people might say, oh man, you were just there that short of a time, but it was valuable because you realize like, oh, I have this other talent. I have this other, that, really source of income now that I can make because I find that this is a field that is needed. I like it. I'm pretty good at it. So what would be some, you know, tips or jewels that you would give to the listeners, just things that you wish you knew when you begin this um, entrepreneurial journey? Yes. I'm like, okay, so I love how this is like, I love this question because it's a really hard question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I guess like, what I would say is like, I wish that I knew that it would all work out and that failure is not possible when you are determined and coming from a place of alignment with yourself and wanting to help people. Mm, like, I good. just, I just wish that I like, I, it would be, it would have been easier to make yes. the decisions I made if I had known that that was the case. And so I guess like to summarize that, to turn that into a jewel, a little jewel nugget, um, I would say to everyone, don't let fear hold you back. 
mm-hmm. in anything in life, whether it's your career, your relationships, your your day to day, whatever. And yep. if you're afraid, it's typically an indicator that you need to move in that direction and Ooh. you need to towards it and you need to go because that that direction is going to yield to the most self growth um, and the most rewarding happen stance on the other side of that. Um, And so I would also say like another jewel would be to reach out to the people who inspire you, make connections and ask them how they did it. Connect with your community. Like there's so much knowledge and experience out there and you're just literally one connection away from it. And that's like, like I, I really resonate with that piece because I mean, truly this, this entire experience, like being here today with you, Veronica, like, and, you know, being in partnership with you and just this entire experience, like that was just one connection that I yep. made at the right time at the right place. And like, there has been so much beauty and so much um, that has grown from that, from that one moment of just mm-hmm. us crossing paths. So it's yeah, like, like when uh, you really think about it, like, I think sometimes people really take for granted, like if I just didn't, like how you said, if I just didn't say, let me just take this class, not knowing what would come mm-hmm. from it, not knowing if you would like anything related to it. And now it's a partnership where you can add to your resume. I'm also a bookkeeper and you're meeting other great people in the community that you can help. And same thing when it comes to um, Southeast Sessions, that's something that in the midst of you saying being depressed, being at your lowest, that you found something that can build other people up and help their confidence as well as yours. I mean, it is a, a beautiful thing when you think about the fact of all of these opportunities are out here and the only person that's really holding us back is ourselves. Yes. And that that piece also like echo, 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 like. It's just like, we are our own worst enemies. Like we Mm -hmm. tell ourselves like so much negative self-talk, like, no, don't do it. You can't do it. What if it doesn't go as planned? What if I get hurt? What if I fail? What if, what if, what if? And it's like, the more you overcome these thoughts and surrender to the chaos of what lies ahead, like it's exhilarating and it may not be perfect, but it's awesome and empowering. And like, that's the metaphor for life piece. Like we can live in this authentic and unafraid way. Like take the leap. The universe is going to catch you. Just Woo! Do it. <laughs> I love it. Well, Rachel, just like that, we're already to the end of the show. But I definitely want you to plug all your social media, your website, how people can get in contact with you to sign up for Southeast Sessions. And then, of course, we're taking clients, balancevirtually.com, if anybody needs <laughs> bookkeeping <laughs> needs. But yes, please plug your info, Rachel. And also, Rachel's going to Ecuador for a month. So I'm so jealous to do some more amazing <laughs> outdoor adventures. So <laughs> Yes, yes. So stay tuned on social to keep up with all my crazy stuff. Um <clears throat> I, uh, for Southeast sessions on Instagram, I'm at Southeast underscore underscore sessions. Um, and if you forget that my website is just simply Southeast sessions.com. Um, and that's where you can book and you can keep up with us and kind of figure out what we're doing and all that jazz. And I'm going to post the 2022 calendar on there as well. Um, and then, yeah. Well, Rachel, again, I just want to thank you for coming on, but I also want to thank you for motivating me to kind of run towards that fear of, you know, stepping out and having um, a bookkeeper, honestly, for my business where I'm not necessarily doing the work or I'm not handing and I have to review it, but I also can kind of step back and 
um, take on more clients in the community. So I just really appreciate you and make sure you don't get hurt in Ecuador so you can get back safe. <laughs> yes. No, thank you so much, Veronica. It's it's just such a pleasure. And it, the feeling is so mutual. Like I just, I just appreciate being connected so much. And it's just, it's so awesome to just be so inspired by like a mega powerhouse goddess. <laughs> oh my gosh. I need you on every week. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rachel. I really appreciate it. And I just want to take the time to, again to thank the listeners and that you can always listen to the Veronica Edwards show 4:30 p.m. on Fridays and you can stay connected to all things Biz Radio Asheville by going to our site bizradioashville.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events and more.